Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You damn right. Hope everybody's having a good Wednesday. What is it Rod Babers likes to say? Quick game, quick game, quick game. Yeah, we got to go tempo today with Chad and Zay. I'm Chad Hastings, and he is Isaiah Collier. Hope you're stretched out, Zay. What's up? What up, Chad? No neck roll today. This is going to be a light show. (laughs) I felt like Larry Bird in the All-Star game when he didn't take off the warm-up jersey. Dude, you are freaking me out without the neck it's roll on right look. now. It's a weird look. It feels weird. It really does. I'm doing That's... a lot of pop locking, a lot going on. Don't, feel a little loose. Don't do too much of that. You're going to pull some. I got to be careful. Don't be pulling neck muscles yeah, or anything. I, I got to be careful. <laughs> Chad and Zay with you. It is going to be the shortest version of it today because TCU whipped Kansas State. 16-3. to Thank God the Big 12 has that 10-run rule. I think every baseball game should probably have it. That's a different discussion. 10 runs after seven innings. It's done. So Texas and Kansas will go at 12.30. We'll hit you with a little bit of sports talk before that. I want to get Zay's thoughts on Boston staying alive. He said they would. Zay predicted the Celtics would keep that series going, and he was right. We will get into that and uh, maybe something else if we can fit it in here. So it will be a bit of a sprint today. So let me make sure I mention sinus and snoring specialists. I had a great night's sleep last night. You can have better night's sleeps with sinus and snoring specialists. Go meet Dr. Slaughter. Check him out. Zay's been in to see Dr. Slaughter. Jeff Howe's been in to see Dr. Slaughter. Lots of guys at the station have done that. It is incredible stuff. Ear, nose, and throat. All those things that can be going on. Sleep apnea, allergy issues, sinus stuff. They can take care of you. Call and set up your appointment today, 512-601-0303, or go to sinussnoringent.com. It's sinus and snoring specialists. Feel clear, rested, and healthy. Speaking of rested, the uh, Denver Nuggets will definitely be extra rested. They had to love last night, Zay. They get nine full days off anyway before the NBA Finals, and now... They know Miami has to head back up the eastern seaboard at least one more time to take on Boston. Uh, Celtics step up. You said they would, Zay. 116-99, and uh, they got challenged in that third quarter. I honestly thought Miami was going to close them off once they were up nine, but the Celtics really did show up. Yeah, and Boston got a ton of heat, no pun intended, I mean, about their effort. In game three, just straight up giving up, being down by 30, entering the third quarter. And Joe Mazzulla, he was a big part of that, pulling those guys, pulling his main rotation guys and waving the white flag. So that hurts, man. Like guys like Havlicek, Kuzi, Bill Russell, Paul Pierce, Larry Bird, they would never quit. And when you wear that jersey, you got to take a certain pride in it. So they came in game four, and you saw that pride that you just didn't see in the first three games. And guys who needed to step up did. Grant Williams, he was big. 
Solid 14 points. Derek White, that was his best game all series defensively. He was blocking shots. He was knocking down timely threes. Marcus Smart's finally giving you something offensively. Even though it wasn't much, he still hit some timely threes with the three uh, tray balls he hit, giving them 11 points. And then Jason Tatum playing like that first-team all-NBA guy Mm -hmm. that he is, beating this man off the dribble, multiple nasty layups. He had a move on Kyle Lowry where he gave him a little stutter step and got to the lane. Did a little scoop, and then he gave Caleb Martin a nice little shoulder shimmy bump to get a little bit of separation and just rose over the top. He was in his go-yard bag last night. It was very impressive. And now, going back to Game 5, this is the last thing you want for the Miami Heat, who knows that the Denver Nuggets are waiting for them. I mean... We know that no one's ever done this. 150 series that have gone 3-0. Nobody has ever came back from that. And the Celtics, they have as much confidence now as any of those teams probably did, except for those Sonic teams where Gary Payton was bitching at George Carl saying, put me on Jordan. If you would have put me on Jordan, we would have came back and won the series, (laughs) this and that. But, yeah, man, shout out to Joe Mazzula. I know he got a lot of heat, too. And, yeah, man, you know, Gabe Vincent got hurt in the game last night. He tweaked his ankle, so that's going to be interesting to see tomorrow night um, how healthy he will be. I think Kyle Lowry could still get it done and have them close out the series in Game 5. But, yeah, man, I, <laughs> it was impressive. And now the Heat, they're going to be feeling the pressure going up to Beantown. I think the most important thing about last night for Miami ended up being if they were going to close that door, Butler and Adebayo just had to be better. It was one of those nights where Jimmy Butler, we hadn't seen – Denver's been the most consistent team to me, and the second most consistent team to me had been Miami, not the big ups and downs we've seen from Boston. Just a bad night for Jimmy Butler. They shoot 25% from three, and then, Zay, you mentioned those Boston threes. That's how they want to live. They want to live shooting a bunch of threes. They took 45 of them last night, buried 18, and it just felt like their rhythm was, was, was happening. But again, I'll go back to that third quarter. Down nine. Once the Heat came back and got them and were down and were up nine, I thought that was maybe going to be it. They made some big defensive plays. The uh, was it White that knocked the ball away from Robinson from oh, behind? Yeah, beautiful block. That was a huge sequence. That's a seven point game, I think, at that moment. If he hits the three, it goes to four, and that crowd really gets energized. It goes the other way, easy bucket, back to nine, and it felt like a little air came out of that place. So Boston made all kinds of good plays. I'll admit I was wrong about that one. I said I thought Tatum or uh, Brown was going to need like 40 last night, and Miami was going to lay it on them. But human nature took over a little bit. Not as much edge to the heat last night overall, but you could feel it from Boston. You could feel that Boston knew, okay, if, it, if, if there's a moment we've got to play, it's right now. Yeah, yeah, and to go back to that run they made in the third quarter where it was 61-52, to like you said, they were down by nine, and then the Celtics go on an 18-0 run, big-time run, where all those guys that have been struggling the whole time, Derek White, Marcus Smart, Al Horford, they all hit big threes, Jason Tatum, and that's what happens. When you hit threes on the outside, it allows your stars like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to get to the rack because nobody's trying to help. That's what the Celtics been dealing with with the Heat. In Game 4, it didn't happen that way. Max Struess, he only had nine points. Duncan Robinson only had two. Both of those guys have been really working you out, Boston. Mm -hmm. So has Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent's been terrific the uh, whole series. He had 29 the last game. So you've been picking your poison, and you've been getting poisoned. 
that's how it's been. And Jimmy Butler, even though he had 29 last night, took 21 shots to do so. They were making him work. Yeah. And they were still switching. Joe Mazzula, it's going to cost you eventually. Like, Jimmy Butler's not going to miss those gimmies, you know, for the rest of the series. So keep on switching if you want. But he was missing those shots last night. I thought Robert Williams did a really good job coming along, help side, and getting blocked shots. And, yeah, they mucked it up for the Heat. They really did. And the pressure was on for them. Caleb Martin didn't have that great game that he's had all three games, uh, first three games of the series. And now, again, you're going back to Boston. The pressure is on the Miami Heat. It's on the Miami Heat. Like the Celtics, we're not giving them a dog in the fight. We know the statistics. Just name them. 150 teams have been down 0-3, mm-hmm. and they have never came back. So the Celtics, they played a lot more freely yesterday, knowing that, which is very odd. But, yeah, I, they have not been well at home. They have not done well at home. They've been struggling a lot. And, man, Joe Mazzula. He impressed me a little bit yesterday because he took the blame for game three. He said, I didn't have my guys ready to play. Yeah. That's just straight up. I didn't have my guys ready to play, and, and, I, and everybody's I, been blaming them. Yeah. That must be tough to say, and this team responded in game four. And I totally agree with what Reggie Miller said last night. That's on players. Coaches don't need to be saying stuff like that. They, it's cool that they say it. Players need to take that responsibility. Coaches don't. In the NBA, I'm sorry I didn't get my guys ready to play. Yeah. No, man. If Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown can't get themselves ready to play, that's on them. Uh, but I agree with you. Missoula was, you know, standing up for his guys, taking that blame. Brown didn't even have that great a game overall. But in the end, Tatum, Horford, Smart, White, and Williams hit three or more threes. And that's just that's the rhythm they want to be in. Now, when you mention game five, what I want to see in game five is where will we feel the pressure? The home team is Boston, trying to stay, stay alive. Really, to me, there could be some pressure there. An elite group of an elite level of you know blue blood fans that have way too many expectations. That place gets a little nervous. That could go against Boston. But then you bring up the idea: Is it Miami that actually has the heat on them? Pardon the phrase, but has the pressure because they just let this one slip? Because couldn't I argue that Miami's got Game Six in their pocket back in Miami, back at South Beach? Um, Not that they want to play bad. Yeah. But to me, I mean, Boston's the team that, especially in this, they they have to win to literally stay alive. Miami knows deep down they, they got another game at home if they need it. I don't know, man. It was weird when Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart both said the same thing. Don't let us get one. People don't say that. Usually teams, they're hanging their heads when they're down 3-0. They're basically, they're already planning trips. They're already calling right. them, you know, travel agents and stuff and letting them know, hey, where's the best place I could go because my season's about to be over. This team, they're trying to stick around. And they do got a lot of pride, even though they didn't play like it this whole series until last night. Marcus Smart's a tough player. Jalen Brown's a tough player. Jason Tatum, all those guys get into the finals last year. This is a very tough team that just hasn't played well. And a lot of that goes to the Miami Heat, Eric Spolstra, the game planning, uh, just Jimmy Butler being an absolute dog, Bam out of bile, taking advantage of Al Holford and Robert Williams. And you didn't see any of that last night. You did not see the Miami Heat shooters go off like they've been doing the first three games. Max Struess, he didn't get going. Gabe Vincent, he didn't get going like he did in game three. And Duncan Robinson only had two points. So where are the points coming? 
coming from. They're not. And I love Grant Williams yesterday. He blocked Jimmy Butler's shot and grabbed the ball right after it. Jimmy Butler tried to take advantage of the mismatch, and he had a, one of those short corner shots, and he pump faked once because Jimmy Butler loves to pump fake, and the Celtics been biting on it the whole series. Grant Williams didn't bite. He went up. Grant Williams palmed the ball and just took it from him. And? Learned his lesson and didn't mouth off. Didn't mouth off. Didn't say nothing. Kind of looked at him, but Jimmy Butler was yeah. worried about something else. Yeah. Another play, Chad, that kind of changed the game, it was about 34-29. It was still early. The Heat were up. And somebody shot it. I don't remember who. Derek White came in like a nuts man for an offensive rebound and jumped over Jimmy Butler's back and got an and-one tip in. And people might not think, Jose, why is that such a big play? To go do that to Jimmy Butler, Miami's best player, to just jump over his back and get the and one, to that's out- like a dominant. To outwork him in yeah, that moment. Yeah, that's an alpha-ass yeah. finish. Yeah. That's one of those, okay, we're here, we ain't going out easily. Y'all think this is going to be a cakewalk? Y'all think just because we're down 3-0, this is it, and y'all are going to celebrate getting to the finals here at home? Hell no, it's not going to happen. And you just need moments like that. Al Horford had a moment where he was getting scrappy with somebody, and then the ball went out of bounds, and it was out on Miami, and he got hype and started clapping in front of the Celtics bench. So they really do believe. They do. Even though they gave up, which is very odd and oxymoron-ish, they do still have some fight in there. And when you see Gabe Vincent get hurt yesterday, I don't know if he'll be available Thursday. If he is, how healthy will he be? You're going to have to put Kyle Lowry in there, Mm -hmm. give him more minutes. Kyle Lowry, he's been great all playoffs, but he's still a little older now. Can he, you know, close out a game for you being the top dog point guard? I don't know. Kevin Love, he, I don't think he's 100% because game three, he kind of tweaked the back of his leg. So he didn't really look good last night. Only got 12 minutes. This is an interesting series now. It yeah. really is. And not only are the Denver Nuggets resting, they start that series in Denver, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Number yeah. one C. Rest and the first two. Right. So they are not traveling for a while as the Denver Nuggets. 116-99 was that final score. Again, we're getting ready for Texas and uh, Kansas in baseball. Real quick before we get out of here, let me remind you about Apple leasing. Easiest and safest way to get a new car, truck, SUV, whatever you're looking for. Any make, any model, they can get you into that car or truck and make it so easy for you just like they did for me. You just call 346-9977. Tell them you heard about it here on the horn. 346-9977 or check out appleleasing.com. Again, TCU whip Kansas State 16-3, so it lines everything up perfectly for Texas. Lucas Gordon is on the hill. 12-15 pregame coming right up. 12.30 is that first pitch time. Enjoy the game. We'll be back tomorrow. Remember, if Texas wins, it's 4 o'clock tomorrow. If Texas loses, it's 9 a.m. tomorrow. Either way, I think our show is going to happen tomorrow. Either way, you just come on back and we'll get you something. Texas and Kansas coming up. And then Ball Don't Lie will be uh, after that to recap everything that happens. Y'all have a good one. See ya.